You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family and Community Health with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. And this is the Extension Hour, where we talk all about our people, our programs, and our partnerships. And today we have... I knew I was going to just, you know, because I was was like on a roll and I was talking really well. And then, you know, I had to trip over my tongue just to, you know, make it authentic and all that. So today we have Sarah Millard with us today. And Sarah is a dietetic intern. She's spending about three weeks with us um, to learn about extension as part of her dietetic internship and lots of... um, lots of other things, and, and we're one of several rotations. So we're going to visit with Sarah quite a bit in just uh, just a second. But Sarah, you know, this is the Extension Hour, and i got to talk about other things that are happening in Extension besides just family and community health stuff because you are, like, related to family and community health, obviously being dietitian, material, that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, but our 4-H program stays really busy in the summer. Um, lots of camps and those kinds of things, and June has just been a whirlwind. Um they had Texas 4-H Roundup. They had um, Texas 4-H, I mean, no, the District 9 4-H Horse Show. They had the District 9 Leadership Lab. They're going to have a state 4-H Horse Show coming up. Um, but they also are going to have the Texas 4-H Dog Show. And fortunate for us here in Montgomery County, they um, it's actually going to, be, it's going to be hosted in Montgomery County. So um, people who, kids who do uh, dog projects all throughout the state will be bringing their um, animals here to Montgomery County. It'll be out at the fairgrounds, and that'll be on July 12th, 13th, and 14th. So it's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, the, the people that are participating in it have to be 4-H members. They have to have already registered and been part of the um, of a 4-H project. But if anybody in the public is interested and wants to kind of come see what a 4-H doc show is like, um, they can definitely come out to the fairgrounds. So again, that's July 12th, 13th, and 14th. And if you want more information about that, you can always call our office, 936-539-7825. We have a few different numbers, but that one will work. Um, they, we also have a Facebook page. So Montgomery County 4-H has a Facebook page. And then Texas 4-H Dog Show has its own Facebook page as well. But it's quite an honor to have that here in Montgomery County. And um, our coworker, Michelle Mahalik, is our county extension agent for 4-H. And she um, gets the distinct honor to uh, head up the 4-H dog show, which is pretty cool because sometimes like state events are um, managed by our uh, state specialist. But Michelle is a county extension agent, but she has state level responsibilities. So um, we're very, uh, very fortunate to have someone of Michelle's quality here in Montgomery County and then, you know, running the running the dog show. So if anybody's interested in that, you can definitely, like I said, come check it out. Although don't don't bring your own dog because there will be lots of dogs out there. So people are welcome, other dogs are not. Um, and also there will be some uh, 4-H programs or 4-H related programs happening at the libraries. So Stewart Library, the um, West Branch in Montgomery, on July 10th will be having Ecobot, Ecobots, E-C-O-B-O-T-S, Ecobots. Um, so it'll be uh, some hands-on activities related to that. And then on July 24th, they'll be on the other side of the county at Tullis Library. That's over near Neck of the Woods, <laughs> um, in, near New Caney, um, with the rockets to the rescue. So it'll be all about rockets. So 
Sarah. I said <laughs> from your neck of the woods because you grew up like around Splendora, right? Yes. Okay, so well, just go ahead and jump right in and tell us about you. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. This was a surprise. I'm really happy to be <laughs> here with everybody. Um, so let's see. What's about Sarah? Um, I grew up in Splendora, but I went to Cleveland High School. Um, I wasn't active in 4-H. I was more of a band girl. Um, I played the flute, um, very active in band. I twirled. Um, I was head twirler for three years. Oh, cool. um, so very active in that. Um, so like you said, I am a dietetic student. I am going through my internship right now. And right now I'm going through the community portion of that. There's different um, rotations you have to do. You have to um, reach at least 1,200 hours of supervised practice for your whole internship. Um, I'm going through the community part, so about 320 hours, which is a lot. <laughs> a lot of people, their jaw just drops when you say 1,200 hours, but mm -hmm. yes, 1,200. Um, get a lot of great experience. Um, I've already completed the clinical portion of that. Um, and the food service, I was at Spring ISD for eight weeks, and that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's a little bit about me. Yeah. So it, it takes a lot to become a dietitian. So you'll be a registered dietitian nutritionist. I'm trying to run those words together already. So an R, RDN. And is that different than just a registered dietitian? No, they're, they're the same. same. You okay. just kind of pick whichever one you want. Okay. So, and you said 1,200 hours, and then that's on top of, you already have a bachelor's degree, right? Right. University of Houston in nutrition, mm -hmm. and then you got a master's degree in functional medicine, yes. and now you're doing 1,200 hours to get the license to become a... So you also have to take a test, right, to become a licensed right, dietitian or registered step. dietitian. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between a li licensed and a registered dietitian? Well, the big difference is in a nutritionist and then a licensed RD. There's a difference. Okay. Um, a nutritionist can't go by RD. You have to have your bachelor's. Um, and pass the RD exam okay. to be qualified as a registered dietitian nutritionist. Okay, mm -hmm. but but either way, lot, lots of work goes into that. Yes. So it's yeah. not just um, someone who gets a certificate online after a few. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, darn it. Although, so an interesting thing about your program, I think, is that it is a distance learning. So it's not it's not completely online, but you don't necessarily have. Tell us a little bit about Caddy. Sure. So CADI stands for Keith and Associates Distance Dietetic Internship. So in this form, I was able to pick my own preceptors. And a preceptor for me is a um, registered dietitian or someone who is a qualified um, professional in health like you, um, who works in the community or the, you know, the healthcare environment. Um, so let's see. Um, I had to, going back like a year ago, I had to set all this up. Yeah, we I talked about this quite a while ago. <laughs> yes, and, you know, a lot can change in a year. It's true. So true. Um, luckily everything has remained solid for me, and um, I haven't had any um, changes in my schedule so far. But, yeah, I um, communicated with my preceptor, set up a schedule, the different rotations. And um, sometimes you can also apply to an internship, and they'll set it all up for you, which is a lot easier Um but I chose an internship that was less known, thinking mm -hmm. that I would have more of a chance of being accepted. And it's homed in um, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it worked out for me. That was the best yeah. way to go. Yeah, because um, I think that that's an important thing for, you know, young people to think about when you start thinking about um, types of jobs or careers that you might want to go into, you know, keeping options open. Because Absolutely. there's a lot of things out there that are um, that are great and available and 
you know, sometimes we get this idea that only one thing's going to work, but there's, um, there's lots of other opportunities and things that could help you reach your dreams. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit more about your dream of becoming a dietitian. We'll talk some more about what it takes to become a dietitian and then a little bit more about um, your background. And then as we always do with the Extension Hour, we're also going to um, leave our listeners with some tips and some ideas. Um, you know, like, you know, maybe they don't have never been to a dietitian, so maybe we'll give them like a little preview of the kinds of things that a dietitian could do for them. But we will, um, we're going to take a break. But before we do that, I just want to remind everybody too that you can listen back to any of the shows that we do on the Extension Hour on um, YouTube or uh, Google Play. Um, and you can listen live, Facebook Live, right now or on the station. And uh, uh, speaking of listening live, I got to say hi to my daughter and my Aww. granddaughter. They're listening. Hi, Sierra. Hi, Rory. Oh, and Bodie's listening too, but Bodie's just now about to turn one. So <laughs> I love you guys. Okay, so we will be back in just a few minutes. Family and community health programs provide science-based education designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. Developed by experts and delivered locally. Topics include child and adult health, nutrition, child care, financial management, passenger and community safety, and building strong families. All encouraging lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. Helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. This is Rick, TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two for Tuesday or a three for whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776. Or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right, you can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. Welcome back. This is the Extension Hour, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, where we talk about our people, our programs, our partnerships, and we've got one of our new people. It's just going to be a short-term people, but you're an intern. Yeah. We have Sarah Millard, Miller, uh, Millard. See, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Sarah Millard uh, with us, who is uh, completing a dietetic intern. So we're one part of a 1,200-hour internship yes. and 300, 320, 320 hours in um, just in community nutrition. Because, um, you know, when, what we do, I'm, I'm kind of extension agent, family and community health, so we do a lot of health-related um, programming, and uh, we, we cover a lot of really basic nutrition stuff, and so it's very um, focused on preventative um, information education. So, you know, hopefully if we can get people um, to learn a few um, tips and tricks and, you know, just kind of ways to manage life to, to prevent problems from happening, 
um, definitely we want to do that. So just, you know, a good nutritional balance. But sometimes people need some really specific um, help and uh, for either specific conditions or just sometimes just need a little bit more more guidance. So um, Sarah is going to become a dietitian. And so tell me a little bit about why would someone want to go to a dietitian? Oh, sure. Well, sometimes you just can't battle it alone. You know, you need someone to hold your hand and take you through who knows um, the disease process, whatever you're going through, um, to really help you, you know, give you guidelines or um, help you with your meals. Um, and a lot of times it's the dietitian that works with the doctor to, you know, really partner and um, really get down to the micronutrient deficiencies or, you know, whatever's going on in your body. Mm-hmm. And you might not know about it if you're just like going on a diet on your own. And there's so many things out there, um, you know, online and in the media that you want to try. And is that really healthy? You know, it's good to find a dietitian and ask them those questions. Yeah, because like we talked about for the before the break is... Um, Dietitians have to go through a lot of training. So, um, you know, you spend a lot of time learning about a lot of different conditions and ways of eating. And um, so (laughs) you've got some really, really good information. So what made you interested in becoming a dietitian? Well, going back, I guess you could say my journey started. And really after I graduated high school, um, I knew I wanted to be in healthcare. Um, I considered nursing, but I wasn't quite sure... um, you know, I just hated to see people hit, uh, sick and hurting, um, but I hadn't quite found that niche that I was passionate about. Um, so I decided to attend the local community college, Lone Star, mm-hmm. um, where I earned an associate of um, science degree while I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Which is and normal. That's totally okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lots of people start out yeah. at community college, yeah. and I loved it. I loved Lone Star so much. Um, it was a great time. And my favorite class there was biology, uh-huh. and I learned how much, you know, science is such a big part of this profession. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved it. Um, I had a teacher, my biology teacher, she was a triathlon athlete, and uh-huh. she would refer to her dietitian who helped her get in her best shape. And, you know, I started wondering, hmm, dietitian, I need to look into that. Mm-hmm. So I did, and, um, you know, that's the direction I took. So that led me to the University of Houston, and, and um, I had a ball there. Yep. <laughs> And there you got a bachelor's in... in um, human nutrition and food science. Okay, all right. Yeah. And then you just didn't have enough school, so you wanted to go on to get a master's? <laughs> yes. Well, um, in 2024, it's now mandated that dietitians have a master's if you're going into the profession. Now, if you've, you know, you're already an RDN, you're kind of grandfathered and you don't have to, but a lot of people are um, going back to get a master's degree. Okay, yeah. So you decided to get one, and yours is in functional medicine. Yes, it's a it's a little different. Um, so going back to what got me started into functional mm-hmm. medicine, we had a special speaker at the U of H. Um, um, it was my dietetics as a profession course. She came, and she has her own private practice in Houston. She's really grown; it's really successful. Um, but she taught us about using functional medicine to address the root cause of disease. Um, rather than just addressing the symptoms, mm. um, you know, giving a person a pill for something, you know, what's the root cause? How can we fix it? Right. Um, so, I mean, I mentioned that day because for me it was life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I felt really inspired, you know. Um, so working one-on-one with patients in my own practice became my long-term goal. So, and this internship is actually entrepreneurship focused. So my last four weeks... Um, I'll be with a dietitian 
that has her own practice, and she'll show me kind of the business side of, you know, running a nutrition business, and sure. actually, um, I'll create my own website, you know, hypothetically, and mm-hmm. a business plan, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to, um, like, what functional medicine is, it's a systems-oriented approach to healthcare that really engages the patient with the practitioner to help figure out what that root cause is of disease. Um, you know, it's to really restore and improve their health. Um, it's acknowledged that in functional medicine that each patient comes with a unique background. You know, you might have the same disease, but what got you there? Sure. So we do a timeline starting from birth, and you really go through with the patient um, different things in their life. You know, did you have a stressful event that triggered something? And they might realize, wow, you know, I did, and I wasn't sick until that point. So it's um, it's really interesting because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through that process and, you know, um, establishing that trust and um, rapport with them. Sure. And, you know, as I mentioned in extension, we do some, we do very basic nutrition, basic physical activity, those kinds of things, um, trying to approach it from a preventative standpoint. But uh, never do we like have specific um, prescriptions for people or um, we don't tell people, you know, individually, because just like you mentioned, everybody is a little bit different. So we, we try to provide a, a starting point and a, 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 sta- a sounding board for um, where to start in terms of a healthy journey or maintaining good health. But definitely, you know, using someone that's a dietitian or um, someone who's trained in functional medicine can really help um help that journey go further, faster, and, oh, I sound like uh, Captain Marvel, <laughs> further, faster, higher. Um, um, so <laughs> I got distracted. So um, using a nutrition or functional medicine trained person um, for those individual needs, I think, is, is really helpful and important, too. So right. what do you see? Where do you see yourself in five? This can be like job interview. Where do you <laughs> see yourself in five years? Well, hopefully starting my own private practice. Um, I think my first job um, would be maybe contract. I really enjoyed that during the clinical portion of my internship. Um, my preceptor was the owner of Dietitians for Healthcare, um, and we went around to different long-term care centers and skilled nursing facilities, and I, you know, did the patient assessments and made sure that they were getting what they needed, and I think that I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that would be a, a really great first job, you know, mm-hmm. out of the internship, getting more comfortable and with working with people. And then um, later on, you know, establishing that business. Sure. So is there like a specific population that you're interested in focusing on? Um, probably people that need weight loss, mm-hmm. um, the diabetes would probably be my two big ones. Yeah. <laughs> Which are, like those are kind of big ones in society. Yeah, it <laughs> like, really needs to be addressed, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, looking at some of the critical needs that we have in our society, and, you know, obviously you just touched on it, uh, diabetes and um, weight loss, obesity are mm-hmm. two of those those big ones. So um, we, we're going to visit some more too about um, give some tips for people um, but before we do that, I want you to talk just a little bit more about about your background and some of the things that you're interested in. Um, what was what? So overall, your favorite class, biology, or was there another one? Well, definitely at Lone Star, it was biology, and gosh, I loved doing all the dissecting. It was really really cool for me. It didn't gross me out. <laughs> um, 
let's see, one of my favorite classes at the University of Western States, which I guess I should go back. A lot of people have never heard of that university. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually the second oldest chiropractic college, but mm. um, I think it was in like 1904, the early 1900s that they were established. And um, they have several other majors now. Um, a lot of sports medicine, um, let's see, I think physical therapy, but um, they are in Portland, Oregon. And when researching functional medicine, you know, they came up and, mm -hmm. you know, they're accredited and I just, I loved them. I had to do a phone interview and really see, do they, are they a good fit for me? And sure. they were. Um, but I really love that they, they teach you how to counsel people. Um, and one of the classes was nutrition practice strategies, which would help me when I start my own business. Um, you know, I learned everything that goes into running a successful nutrition practice and um, business management. We cover the client-practitioner relationship, um, how to initiate behavior change. And um, I have to say it was just completely invaluable to my whole education because if you don't know how to counsel somebody, you might have the information, but how are you going to get them to want to change? And they have to know, for, you know, make that decision on their own. You can't for somebody. Right. So right. that's a huge um, piece to it. And I did have a counseling class at um, the University of Houston, too, that was absolutely wonderful. Um, my teacher there, she specialized in like eating disorders mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, I did get a little experience in that area. Um, so um, it was interesting learning your own strengths. My teacher was real big on focusing on what you're good at and how can you bring that to your patient and you know, motivate them, and it was really neat. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think that that's the uh, the the million dollar question is how do how can we motivate people for change? And people just kind of have to be in the right place at the right time to to to, to change, and they have to want to change, like you said. But but having those tools and having support and encouragement to do that is is really helpful and important. Um, so we also, you said entrepreneurial, so you, we, we've, um, so <laughs> Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, so we have Extension Family and Community Health Committee, and we are a member of the Conroe Chamber of Commerce, Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce, and um, they do a morning mingle um, once a month, and so you and um, my coworker Jenny are going to be there on uh, July 11th, um, so you can meet some other entrepreneurial-minded people and other business people, um, so if anybody's there at that morning mingle, be sure you say hi to Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So because um, yeah, owning your own business is um, is a little, is it, it's intimidating for sure. It <laughs> can be. Right. Yeah. So being able to meet people that are also successful in doing that would be really really great. Um, okay, so we are. Um, let me tell you just a little bit more things about what's happening in family and community health. So um, we have an Instapot. Well, actually, I should back up. Electric pressure cooker also known as Instapot. So um, my coworker, Mike McBride, has been doing some uh, presentations on that, um, how to use an Instapot or an electric pressure cooker, because Instapot is a brand name <laughs> that a lot of people are familiar with. But pressure cooking is interesting, and it's a, it's a good way to be um, healthy, to eat more healthfully. So um, on Jan uh, July 24th, uh, I think it's 1230 to 2.30, Mike will be hosting a class there at the extension office. So our office is at 9020 Airport Road, and he will actually have some hands-on activities. So not only demonstrating, but like participants get to actually touch the buttons on the Instapot <laughs> to uh, learn to, to do that. And then also he will be at um, Purvis Library 
on July 8th um, at 2 o'clock doing a stressless. It's a lunch and learn, but they had to move it to 2 o'clock because they're doing some um, air conditioner repair there at Purvis Library. Um, and then I get to go to lots of... Uh, uh, professional development opportunity. So we have a state meeting coming up and then we also have our child protect, um, child passenger safety <laughs> technician. So I got to get some um, new hours on that to maintain a certification to be a child passenger safety technician. So, and you know what a lot of people ask us, you know, how do we, how do we find out what's going on with um, family and community health when these kinds of things are coming up? So we have a newsletter that we put out an e-newsletter um, e um, that people can, um, access by email. So we send it out every month and we actually, Sarah is going to be our guest columnist for the yeah. <laughs> um, August newsletter. So there will be a, a article in there from her that day. So if you're interested in that, obviously you can contact our office. Um, Jenny Adams is uh, the family and community health coordinator. And so she can kind of get you signed up on the newsletter list so that you can find out about things that are going on with family and community health. And, um, and then also, like I said, every uh, show will also do some um, information. We have lots of guests, lots of things, and we'll, we'll talk about other things besides just family and community health, but that's our topic for today. And we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we've got some great information, um, like a guest, a guest or a, a mock interview with a dietitian. So we'll ask some nutrition questions. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Awesome. You're going to need me. You're going to need us. All of us. You're going to need our help with your water, your air, your food. You're going to need our determination, our compassion. You're going to need the next generation of leaders to face the challenges the future will bring. And we promise we'll be there when you need us. Today, 4-H is growing the next generation of leaders. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift than a flight on a historic B-17? Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, Reservations or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture.
Welcome back to the Extension Hour, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, where we talk about our people, our programs, our partnerships, right here on Lone Star Radio 104.5 and 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. And so you can go back and listen to any of the uh, shows that we have, because we always have awesome guests, like our guest today is Sarah Millard, who is a dietetic intern, so she's working on part of her 1,200 hours of uh, internship to uh, become a uh, registered Dietitian, Dietitian nutritionist. nutritionist. There you go. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. It is. And and so it can get confusing. Uh, so we, our new uh, coworker Becky Smith um, is our assistant FCH agent, and she she um, commented on how much we like acronyms, but it happens a lot, I guess, in professional circles. I mean, everybody kind of has their own language of um, acronyms that they kind of get accustomed to, and so always have to remember to make sure that I, I say those in full instead of just using uh, acronyms because it's really easy to be misunderstood. So I, I, I can only imagine that there's lots of things like that in the world of dietetics and nutrition, lots Absolutely. of acronyms. <laughs> yeah, and there's additional certifications that uh, RDN can get too, like um, certified diabetes educator, CDE, mm. you know, and different different things so yeah it never ends <laughs> and then so speaking of never ends there's lots of continuing education requirements for a dietitian yes. right so you don't just become a registered dietitian nutritionist and then just you're done right <laughs> you right, have to keep right you have to get continuing education um i believe it's 75 hours every five years which isn't too bad compared yeah. to a lot of other professions sure and you know while, while, while you're practicing obviously you're going to be um, utilizing that information on a regular basis and you know, just sometimes just by sheer demand of um, meeting the needs of your client, you're going to have to do some, you know, research because people can come up with some interesting questions and some unusual situations that need help in addressing. And so that's one of the things you'll be doing as a dietitian. And you'd mentioned being um, interested in your own business. So mm -hmm. private consulting kind of is what you'd like to do um, to start with. So let's say that um, someone is interested in... Um, coming to you as a dietitian and they have some questions, what what would you start out with? Well, first I'd go to the timeline. We briefly talked about that. Just sitting down with them, um, you know, what is your what is um, your symptoms now? And then we'd start at the, you know, from their birth, you know. Um, did you have any trauma at birth? And, um, you know, did you have any childhood illnesses? You know, did you get your shots? <laughs> well, family um, medical history. <laughs> Basically, um, family medical history, we'd go over um, any blood work that they had, and, you know, that would be, like, the first setting. Usually that would be, like, an hour, and then I'd come up with a plan, try and figure out, you know, what led to this, you know, or do they need some detoxing, and you know, or, you know. So just kind of come up with a plan, and that right. works for them. It's focused for them. Sure, like you mentioned, a very personalized plan because everybody's needs are different, so it's not like you're going to have just, like, this little... Um, handout that you give them and say, here, go be healthy, right. <laughs> go, go eat better, yeah. but kind of helping them learn new behaviors, right? So that's one of the, the, the big things is just like kind of changing our behaviors. Yeah, a big part is finding out where are they in their journey? You know, do they want to change? You know, did their doctor or um, spouse force them to come see me? You know, that's a big part of it. And, you know, that motivation, um, you know, for me, I'm a futuristic person. That's one of my goals or, um, not goals, but um, values. Yeah, something that I'm good at. So when I would be sitting down with a person, I'd be like, 
well, you know, can you picture yourself in 20 years? You know, you have, like, your family. You want to be around for your family. And um, there's so much that you have left to do in life, you know, things like that um, to get them motivated. Sure, sure. And um, we also mentioned um, thought just went out of my head. <laughs> uh, some tips. It's going to come to me in just a minute, and so I'm going to, like, have this epiphany and go, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so... Tips like what kind of things would you tell somebody just in general? So some of the things um, say we can't. I know what it is now. Goodness. So uh, you talked about a doctor and um, insurance is one of those things that a lot of people don't realize that dietitian services can be covered by insurance. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people think that I can't go to a dietitian because I'm going to have to pay this huge amount out of pocket, and you know that's not always the case. A lot of times your doctor will refer you to a dietitian. Um, or to, an, you know, an outpatient clinic. Um, there's lots of outpatient diabetes clinics um, that are available, so you'd have to talk to your doctor. But, yeah, don't be intimidated by the cost because you might have, you know, the insurance coverage. Okay, so before you um, get the insurance coverage, before you get the <laughs> referral from the doctor, let's go through a few tips just for healthy living that from a future dietitian. What would you like to share with people? <laughs> sure. Well, I think a big thing is planning ahead. You know, even myself, if I go home and I haven't went shopping and I'm tired, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to go get something, fast food, or mm -hmm. you might make that um, last-minute trip to the grocery store, but then you have to cook. And, um, you know, that's not always easy if you've worked a long day or if you have family and you want to spend time with them. So really planning ahead, you know, saying, I'm going to go to the grocery store, you know, whatever time is good for you, making out your list. Um, it's great to make out your list ahead of time so that you're not um, just wandering through the store. I figure that's um, a great a great tip, making your list ahead of time um, so that you have a plan. You're on a mission, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so that you have things throughout the week that you can, you know, snack on or have your game plan for dinner um, so that you're not rushed and you get to spend that time with your family. Um, I think a lot of times people... Um, they don't plan for snacks and especially eating breakfast. And that's a very important thing because if you don't eat breakfast, you know, what's your body going to use for energy? Well, it's going to start breaking down things like your lean body mass, and that's going to slow your metabolism down, and you're going to be tired and cranky, and you don't want that to happen. So definitely um, having a plan of what you're going to eat when you wake up and snacks throughout the day so that you're not eating one large meal. I find that's really common. People get home. <laughs> One and large just, meal all day long. <laughs> you know, they pig out at night and, you know, that's not good over a period of time. That can really, um, you know, hurt your metabolism and make you feel crummy. Okay. So that would be my number one tip, planning ahead. All right. So what's your number two <laughs> tip? Um, filling up on vegetables. Vegetables are so great. Yay, you can, you know, bulk up and not really worry about the calories. You know, too much of anything is not so great. But with vegetables, you can um, really get a lot of bang for your buck. So um, especially now you have lots of beautiful vegetables and the farmer's market. I know we have one at Town Center in Kingwood on Thursday afternoons that is um, really nice for fresh produce. Mm -hmm. There's one here in downtown Conroe as and well. I haven't yeah. been to that yeah. one. So it's named after Isaac Conroe. And I would be lying if I told you the dates. But um, in the downtown <laughs> area, there is a, a farmer's market here. 
So yeah, filling up on vegetables for sure, because that's what I tell people a lot too, you know, just, just my, my basic non dietitian <laughs> advice is if you're going to overeat on something, vegetables is the thing to do. I, like you said, just the nutrients that are in there um, and the, the, so many good things for your body. So vegetables are just one, and pretty much almost any diets are, you know, diet quote unquote that... Um, people go on usually includes vegetables and I, yes. I'm, I'm probably lying there's some of them I know that say that veg- you shouldn't even eat vegetables but and that's but, kind of sad yes it shouldn't be that way yes <laughs> most dietitians agree and science says vegetables are good for you yes okay so what it would give me another tip um so if you're going throughout the day and you've eaten breakfast you've eaten lunch and you're just you're really hungry Um, you might want to take a look at the amount of protein that you're eating. Um, You know, protein and both fat will help you stay um, satiated or full. So, um, you know, you want to look at what you're eating, and you might be getting too many carbs, and those burn faster than the protein and fat. So um, take a look at that, add a little bit more protein. Um, I know dietitians get a ton of questions about protein, protein, and what's the best kind, and should I supplement, and things like that. And, um, you know, if you are, you know, a bodybuilder, you're a high school athlete, something like that, sure, um, whey protein is good for replenishing your muscles, you know, starting that, um, the rebuilding of your muscle fibers, which is good. But for the lay person, you know, you don't have to, you know, go to whey protein for mm-hmm. your protein source. Just, you know, good turkey, chicken, um, red meat is not the devil. <laughs> you <What>? know, um, <laughs> research has shown that, if you overconsume red meat and you're a male, that you might have a tendency to get prostate cancer. So, um, you know, but that's not the true case for everybody. And not everybody's eating a, you know, 12 ounce steak every day. Right. So definitely you want variety. So um, those are uh, some um, issues um, being hungry when you know you've eaten to kind of consider there. Um, let's see, definitely eat your fruit. You know, an apple a day will keep the doctor away, uh, full of vitamins (laughs) and and, um, nutrients. And the skins of your um, fruits and vegetables are really good for you, too. Like the potato, um, something I learned is that that's really where all the potassium is Mm. in the potato. It's the skin. So don't be afraid to eat the, you know, the skin on your your vegetables and your fruit. That's where a lot of the nutrients is. Sure. And then what else? Um, Lastly, um, make sure that you're drinking enough water. Um, you need water for the detoxification processes in your body, you know, flushing out what needs to come out. Um, for your newsletter, um, I'm not sure when that's going to come out, but I actually did a little newsletter on hydration, and I'd love to cover some of those topics. Um, so, you know, it's summertime, it's really hot, and um, when you're busy and you're playing, having a good time, mm-hmm. you'll, it's easy to forget to drink water or take a break, get in the shade. So um, remembering to, to do that for yourself. Um, you know, you might take a break and drink a ton of water at one time, but really um, just drinking about a cup or eight ounces every um, 25, 30 minutes is good, mm-hmm. a good um, goal, if you will. Um, and taking breaks in the shade is, is good to do. Um, some people ask, you know, should I take salt tablets or mm. drink? You know, that's really popular right. in athletics. And, um, you know, it's really not recommended. I would definitely talk to your doctor if you're a parent and you're, you know, um, your athletics coach is giving those to your kids right and left. I'd definitely consult a doctor about that. 
Um, if you're just eating, if you're eating normal meals and you have, you know, you're consuming salt, you should be fine. You don't really need salt tablets. Um, and as far as Gatorade and energy, um, you know, um, electrolyte replenishing drinks, um, just uh, it's okay if you're drinking um, or if you're exercising for an extended period of time, but if you're not, you know, that's a really a big source of added sugars that oh, a lot of yeah. people don't think about. And on those big Gatorade bottles, those are actually two servings a lot of times. So if you're giving those to your kids, you might want to, you know, stop mm-hmm. that. And even though they don't, they're, they don't like necessarily taste super sweet, they still have a, a fair amount of sugar. A lot in of them. sugar. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So any other hydration tips that you have for us? Um, you know, you can always add fruit and um, vegetables, even herbs, like mm-hmm. rosemary is anti-inflammatory if you're working out. Um, adding solutes to your water actually helps um, the water absorb into your cells, which is really cool. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of water, um, our Master Gardeners do um, a Saturday series of classes, and coming up on July 13th, theirs is going to be about water scents. Of course, this is water for plants, but that's okay because plants need water too. Um, and then the, the water that goes into the plants helps, you know, with vegetables that we need to eat. So it's, it's all connected. Um, so they, what they do on their Saturdays is um, one Saturday a month, they'll have these classes. So they'll do two sessions, and one is from 8 to 10, and the other one is 1030 to 1230. So people can come to one or both. Um, there's a slight charge for it um, to come to those c- to cover the cost of some refreshments and handouts and that kind of thing. But um, so every, like I said, Saturday, every month, one Saturday a month. So July 13th is the next one. And the first class is going to be water sense, uh, the right plants, less water use. And then the second session is going to be the award winners, knowing the best flowers. So it'll be all about um, flowers and the best ones that use water. Cause you know, uh, the season's, change and sometimes we there's some years we have lots of water and then there's some years we don't have so much water so just understanding um, how much water your plants use is something that's really um, important for people who are um, interested in those kinds of things and even just you know like you know the, the basic homeowner and their their lawn and um, landscaping and that kind of thing anyway so again that's on july 13th and if you're um, interested in more information on that you can call the extension office um, 936-539-7824 We'll get you to the, um, actually get you to any of the um, uh, lines that we have, but there is one option where you can talk directly to a master gardener. They also have their own website, um, www.mcmga.com. So that's Montgomery County Master Gardener Association. Um, So they post all their classes and lots of good information on that as well. And then um, they have beautiful demonstration gardens. You got to do that on uh, on Wednesday. You got to spend some yes, time I with them. Yes, I had They are very knowledgeable people. They do yes, some they great are. work. All, you know, around the office is where we see it, but um, all throughout the community too. They've got a very robust outreach program. And sometimes on our radio show, we'll have some master gardeners who um, talk about different things. And so hopefully in one of the ones coming up pretty soon, we'll have them out again. Um, so anyway, our office is at 9020 Airport Road. We're right across the street from the Lone Star Convention Center. Um, and we're open, you know, 8 to uh, eight to 12 and 1 to 5. So we close the doors, you know, so that we can have lunch breaks. But other than that, there's usually somebody there to answer questions, kind of show you around the gardens, those kinds of things. And then again on Saturdays, so July 13th um, is the next one. And then there'll be another one in August, another one in September. And then October is their fall plant sale. That's one of the things that people look forward to. Mm-hmm. And then in November, they'll have open garden days. But we are going to take another little break. We'll be right back with some few last thoughts with Sarah Millard. You're listening to the Extension Hour. 
A&M AgriLife Extension Service is all about extending knowledge and providing solutions. We do that by using science-based information to create high quality and relevant education for the people of Texas. More importantly, this outstanding education is delivered locally, right here in our county. We encourage lasting and effective change that helps our communities and our county thrive. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All right, welcome back to this last few minutes of the Extension Hour. We've been having a great time visiting with Sarah Miller, who is a dietetic intern with CADDI, K-A-D-D-I. So if someone was interested in finding out more about that, how would they do that, Sarah? Well, if you're a student and you're wanting to become an RDN, um, definitely, you know, go to your computer and, you know, what does it take to be a dietitian? Um, look up different dietetic internships in your area. There's a nice... Um, I can't remember the exact website, but there's a resource that it'll show you each different internship in your area um, if you want to go that route. Um, if you're like me and um, you want to set up your own preceptors that are real close to your home, um, there's also internships out there for that. It's a little bit harder because you have to do the whole outreach process yourself, finding those preceptors and scheduling that. But um, overall, it wasn't very hard. Don't be um, scared about it. Um, you know, I think a lot of dietitians, they start going to school and then they hear about, um, or dietetic students start going to school and they learn about this internship thing. And it's overwhelming because you're like, what? I have to do what? 1,200 hours? That's <laughs> but I crazy. just finished school. <laughs> it's like, I'm not trying to be a doctor here, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so just don't be intimidated. You can do it. Um, you know, just keep at it. You have to um, be... Um, chosen for the internship you know you're put in with like a thousand other people who want the spot and there's limited spots but don't give up I know lots of people um you know they hung in there and they got their spot and yeah. while you wait you you know you better yourself um you know work on that master's degree or um whatever it is but never stop yeah. you'll get there <laughs> 
Okay, so if there were like some parting words of wisdom that you would leave with <laughs> someone, um, you know, related to, to dietitians or visiting a dietitian or just living healthy, what kinds of things would you want to share with folks? Um, let's see. If you have a medical problem and you're not sure, you know, first of all, don't be afraid to go to your doctor. Ask them about a dietitian. If, you know, if they're trying to give you medicine to lower your blood cholesterol and you're not comfortable with that, you know, you have a choice. Um, ask them for, um, you know, a dietitian who could help with you working on your diet because there are ways to, um, things you can do to help lower blood cholesterol. That's, you know, a huge issue um, right now in our society. And, you know, I just say, you know, you might have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, you know, it's, it's not, you're not going to be living your best life, sure. basically. Yeah. So, you know, don't be afraid to go get help because, you know, being a dietitian, we love, we love helping people. That's mm -hmm. what we want to do and help you um, succeed in your journey. Sure. So an inter interesting statistic is that seven out of, t of 10 leading causes of death are directly related to what we do and what we eat. So physical activity, smoking, uh, or lack of physical activity, smoking, and poor diet are seven out of the 10 leading causes of death. So that's seven out of the 10 that we can do something about. And dietitians are a really um, good way to, to do something about one of those because, um, you know, it can be kind of overwhelming on your own. And, and like you said, just don't be afraid to ask for help. It's not, right. it's not, I mean, we go to the doctor when we're sick, we can go to a dietitian to help um, address some of those, some of those things. So um, in a couple of weeks, we're actually, so next week we are not going to have a radio show, um, the, the, some vacation time. And then the week after that, we were going to have Valeria, um, snap, I just went blank on her last name, but she is part of the community health and resources management um, department that's a, a part of the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service there in College Station. Um, but, so Community Health and Resource Management, the acronym for that is CHARM. And so we're going to have a CHARM workshop. So it's not teaching people to be um, charming, but we're going to, it's, it's all about resiliency um, in the community. So we're going to look at how will growth and development impact the community and what does it mean for public services and um, safety. So there's a workshop um, that we want the, the public to come to, and that will actually be held on July 23rd um, at our office at the uh, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension office here in Montgomery County. It's actually free. Um, you can RSVP. Um, online. So it's, um, there's a few different places that it's at, but you can um, call us at the office and we will connect you with um, who you need to um, RSVP with. So, um, and actually, so the, uh, the, sh um, on July 19th, the show will be with uh, Valeria and we'll talk a little bit about the charm workshop and that kind of thing. But today we've been visiting with um, Sarah Millard, who is a dietetic intern with um, Caddy, Keith and Associates Dietetic Distance, distance internship. Distance dietetic internship. Did, did, yeah, <laughs> set it set it backwards. <laughs> and we're here every Friday, 104.5 and 106.1 worldwide on IRLoneStar.com, where we talk all about our people, our programs, and our partnerships. And it's been great having you with us today, Thank Sarah. Thank you so much. It's glad, been a pleasure. Yeah, I'm glad you got to do a, a, some of your internship yeah. with us. So we will be back.